This is NLPS Ed Talks, a podcast brought to you by Nanaimo Ladysmith Public Schools. I'm Dale Burgos, the Executive Director of Communications, and I'll be sharing conversations with students, staff, and friends of the district. We'll learn, we'll laugh, we may cry, but most importantly, we'll share the unique stories of individuals that work and play in our school system. Nanaimo Ladysmith Public Schools is one of many school districts in British Columbia, Canada, and is centrally located in one of the most beautiful places in the world, Vancouver Island. Thanks for joining us. Up next in the NLPS Ed Talks podcast booth, we've got uh, somebody with one of the coolest names around, Matt Rickett. Hello. Hi there. <laughs> uh, so Matt works in the district. Uh, Matt, let's let's get a little bit of introduction. What is your what is your title? Uh, I'm the health and safety officer for the school district 68. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. So, um, you know, we'll we'll talk a little bit about uh, some of the history, some of your background, as as we always do on the podcast. Here, we get yeah. we want people to get to know you. Um, you obviously here work in the district, but you've got some other really great things, uh, you know, going on as well. And so we'll get into that. And that's the reason why uh, we have you here on the podcast, because um, we uh, not only like to talk to people who, uh, you know, are doing the work here, but uh, doing some really interesting and helpful things out in the community. And so uh, that is definitely you. You fit that bill for today. So uh, first off, Matt, uh, you know, let's let's go back a little bit here. Where are you from originally? Uh, I grew up in Ontario, in Guelph, Uh, moved out here when I was 16, and moved to Ladysmith, and I've been there ever since. Beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, there you go. Guelph is, um, uh, I'm I'm trying to think now, obviously a suburb of uh, Toronto. It is, it's about an hour outside of Toronto. Hour outside of Toronto, and that's your typical, that's probably a good commute into Toronto, an hour, right? Yeah. Oof, man, because I've heard some of the, the commutes, and uh, and then if there's an accident or yeah. if there's snow, yeah. you're looking at a couple hours. Can't do that. No, no. we don't. We don't get to do that on the island. Exactly. Uh, okay, well, good. And then so from Guelph, you moved to the island when you were uh, still quite young. Yeah, right. Yeah, very good. Uh, school? Where did you go to school? I went to Lacemont Secondary. Hey, we graduated from there. There so, you go. Yeah, very nice, excellent. Yeah. Who's the principal at the time? Do you recall? Uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Montgomery. Oh, there you go. Okay, yeah. excellent. Yeah. I won't ask what year. I want to be respectful here. It was here, 91. So. It's okay. Oh. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're a, little, a couple years older than me. I was yeah. 93, so yeah. we're not too far, not yeah. too far off from each other. Um, hobbies, like what, uh, or did you play sports in? in I played week? basketball. Um, good, good. Uh, and I uh, played men's fastball and then slow pitch when you got a little bit older. So there you yeah, go. Yeah. You, you got the height. It's good yeah. for basketball. I didn't get the height, and yeah. so I didn't continue on with that one. Yeah. Uh, excellent. And then now, of course, um, you're here with the district, but let's let's take a step back. Before you started working with the district, who were you working for? I worked for uh, Black Press. I okay. was a journeyman pressman. I worked there for about 27 years. Wow. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then uh, had to leave there, and I uh, got my degree in occupational health and safety. I was health and safety um, for uh, Black Press as well. And then, yeah, and then I got... uh got on here so okay good. well i mean now i now i gotta ask because i'm i'm a former broadcaster journalist yeah. and uh when when i hear this i have to ask so black press it's still there am i not mistaken it they is, still yes. print yes. Yeah, they do still print they they amalgamated all the presses all into one now so it all comes out of ladysmith are you talking like from like the island or from, like from the, the island oh, from the island yeah, from the, wow and, and there is a okay. plant there's a plant over in uh in Vancouver as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. There you go. So then um, you were responsible for 27 years to, uh, to to be printing those papers that we get. You know, uh, that, that's amazing. Was, yeah. was it always, like right now it prints and it gets delivered on the Tuesdays and Thursdays, yeah. right? Was it always like that or was it different? No, it's, it's actually the bulletin is always printed out the on, the, on the Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay. It used to be Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and okay. then they cut the Saturday one and, uh, and that. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah. When when I first started, it was 
just a you know little press. We printed about two hundred fifty thousand papers a week to yeah, printing one point two to one point five million oh. a week. So okay, that yeah, was pretty good. Okay, and and you were working the presses like this was you was yeah. it was there just like one or two people working on this? Uh, we it? had a, a six man crew normally. Oh, because, okay. because once it got bigger, we went to a six-man crew. So we were we had uh, four journeyman pressmen, normally an apprentice, and uh, yeah. and a flyboy. Yeah. Okay, and and so journeyman is that the same title that someone else would get if they're doing the trades? Is yeah, just kind of like thing? a journeyman uh, mechanic or whatever. You yeah. had to do four-year apprenticeship, and and uh, and yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Um, ever any of those? Um, days where you know the papers get uh, stuck and goes down the wrong thing and then it just all, all, all. oh yeah yes oh <laughs> no, really <laughs> yeah there's the many days like that wow you get a jam and you're down for four or five hours but okay you still got to get the paper out so that's right people <laughs> yeah. are expecting it right there yeah. you go uh, i love it and um you know i wish we could dig a little bit deeper on that one but i think we've got a little taste of what you did in the past yeah and then now fast forward where we've got you here now how long have you been with the district uh eight months now okay eight months yeah excellent and uh yeah and I'm also a the deputy chief in Ladysmith. There you go. I've uh, uh, been there 21 years now. Okay, deputy fire chief. Deputy, deputy fire chief. Yes, yeah. excellent. There you go. And I'm I'm looking at the tattoos you've got. So on on your one forearm there. Yeah, that's my fireman tattoo. There, fireman tattoo. I have a owl. And then an owl. And a couple more owl. owls. Yeah. Oh, there you <laughs> yeah. go. Oh, yeah, excellent. Okay. Yeah. Yes, because the the fireman tattoo that's the the crest or the, yeah, the emblem the that I see, yeah. right? The multi, I see that on people's multi, cars. Multi's cross. Yep. That's what it's called. Okay, yes. excellent. And then you have owls. What's yeah. the uh, significance of owls? Uh, this one's a protection owl. Okay. So it's a protection owl, and it has my kids' names ah, in, nice. in, in that one. And then I have another owls. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, that was for my 20th wedding anniversary. And it, uh, two snow owls they mate for life. Ah, awesome. Right. And then there's a full moon because uh, we were married under a full moon, and the green represent family. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And I should point out, because we are listening, or rather you're listening to a podcast right now, yeah. he's showing his tattoos on his arm, folks. Yeah, okay, just, just on my arm. Yeah, yeah, just, just the arms. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's get that um, cleared yeah. up here right away. Um, I love it, and thanks for sharing those as well. No and, and what you just mentioned, so Deputy Fire Chief, yeah. um, this is one of the reasons, or the, maybe the main reason why I wanted to get you here on the podcast, because I want to dig a little bit deeper on that one and, sure. and find out a little bit more about what you do there. So how long have you been with the fire department? 21 years. 21 years. Uh, so... Quite a long time. You like to stick around at yeah, these places, yeah. right? Okay. Um, so probably seen some some big fires I've over the days? I've seen many big fires, yeah. Okay. Do you recall, like, what was one of the big ones in Ladies' Um Probably the two boat fires that we mm. had. We had a marina fire, um, and we lost uh, seven boats and uh, a bunch of the houses that housed them. Wow. And then... Just a few years ago, we had one in the storage area mm-hmm. for boats as well. Yeah. And that one, we lost like 11 boats and Oof. everything else. So, yeah. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. And many, many house fires and of course. car fires. And, yeah, yeah, of and, course. Yeah. Very, very good. Yeah. And I mean, being the deputy fire chief, but you're also working here in the district. Yeah. Um, I mean, is there, is, is that, does that make it difficult or how does that work? Uh, it does make it a little bit difficult because yeah. I, I got to, you know, some time management and yes, stuff like that because I spend a lot of time at the fire hall. So, you know, balancing sleep in there. <laughs> is <laughs> good. sleep. I yeah, mean, really. that's right. Right. Um, but no, it's good because you know Tuesday nights are our practice nights and okay. uh, and that and we get there and then we have calls in the night and all that. Yeah, could uh, it's been a few times that have you know calls at three or four in the morning and then right right go to bed for an hour and come to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. and and your um, 
I'm not, I don't want to call it, but your region, your catchment, like what would you cover? Is it just the town of Ladysmith or are you Yeah, it's just the, just the town of Ladysmith. Okay. Um, it's uh, basic from Oyster Stolo, just before Oyster Stolo Road yes. to um, um, Panorama Ridge, just okay. outside of uh, Ladysmith. Right. Uh, by, we call it Porter's Farm. Uh, we go out there, but then we have mutual aid agreements with uh, Shimanus and North Oyster. Hmm. So we have uh, it's kind of auto... <coughs> Auto mutual aid. So if they get a structure fire, we automatically go. Oh, okay. So that we'll cover that area and all that too. Okay. And because they don't have their own? Just so that we have a lot of coverage just Ah. in case, right? Okay. Because there is CVRD, I guess, would also be a part of this as well. Okay. So they've got their own thing here too. Okay. Um, You ever fight any, um, well, I mean, we're going to transition into this. Forest fires, has there ever been anything in Ladysmith area that you've uh, ever Yeah, there was one out in North Oyster yep. uh, a few years back. Um, it was right. on the farmland and it took out took out that. Yeah, I was out there for that. Yes. Um, was it the one with the tires? Was it? That was a snister fire. Um, oh. That was just a big, that was just a big, the um, recycling plant caught on fire. Oh. There. But no, this, this was just a different one. It just caught caught the uh, far, farmland on fire. Uh, guys, uh, I think the tractor... Um, overheated and caught the, oh, caught no. the caught some hay on fire and then literally took it off across his field. Oof. So yeah, we were out there for a few hours when uh, it's when it's dry. Yeah, right. It, it just go. It, it'll go. Okay. Yeah. Well, and and that's why I've got you here, and, yeah. and this is one of the other big reasons. And so you just came back from a trip, um, but I should point out too, the day that we're recording this podcast, um, Nanaimo happened to have a little bit of smoke in the air. It did have right. some smoke in there because there's uh, okay. two two fires going on on the island right now. There's yeah. one uh, just outside of Port Alberni that mm-hmm. they have under control. Yeah. And there's another one uh, that I last saw was 90 hectares just outside of Sayward. Yeah. Okay. All so, right. So that would be why the smoke's in the air. Yes. You can definitely, it's, it's, uh, woke up this morning and uh, as I was telling you earlier, uh, when, when the sun comes up and you've got that certain color light. Uh, that's yeah. that's shining through your windows. You know, there's some smoke in the air, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I mean, uh, hopefully those fires go out very very quickly. It we haven't received much rain. No, we haven't uh, lately. I'm not sure what it's like up North Island, but um, you know, definitely here in the Nanaimo Ladysmith area, it's been it's been pretty dry. Uh, so cross my fingers that um, you know those fires get out pretty quickly and everyone's um, safe and fine. Um, and let's go back a little bit here because you said you, uh, or rather, I started saying it. You just came back. Yes. From uh, Fort St. John. There you go. And what yeah. was happening up in Fort St. John? Um, they had an 18,000 hectare fire going wow. uh, up up there. Uh, we um, And if you want a comparison to that, as I was told, if you go from tip to tip from Nanaimo and all surrounding areas, mm-hmm. that's 9,000 hectares. Wow. So twice the size of Nanaimo. Twice the how size. Ba- how big the fire was. Okay. Um, I mean, and as background here, because um, not everyone may be listening to this right away. So there's been some significant forest fires in Alberta. They yeah. started quite early this year from, from what I had seen in the news, uh, which uh, has ravaged a lot of the province there and um, has been affecting uh, communities all across. Uh, and then now BC's starting to get a lot of those forest fires as well. It's, it's about a month earlier than, than normal. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's one of those years where I think last year wasn't, was it? It wasn't. We didn't start getting them until like mid-July is yeah. when they really started. Yeah. And this year to have it, you know, mid-May is that's early. very early. And that's surprising because we had, it seemed like um, there was winter. We didn't have a spring. 
Yeah. Right. And it just, it was raining, raining, raining. The weather was terrible. And then all of a sudden the good weather came and stayed. Um, I, I didn't think that we would be seeing this this early in the year. There just wasn't enough rain. There's mm-hmm. a lot of the, the I, I think water restrictions are going to be big this year because yeah. I don't think we got enough of the saturation that we needed to yes. sustain things. So I think we could see a pretty significant fire year this year. Oh, oh no, that's um, uh, never good. It's no. never never a good sign. Um, so uh, let's talk a little bit about what happened in uh, Fort St. John. So you you obviously went up there uh, because of your involvement or your your title or your role with the Ladysmith uh, Fire Department, correct? Yep. So how does how does one uh, get chosen to go up north? How, how was it that uh, We department? put our name in with okay. uh, B- BC Wildfire, uh, okay. letting them know that we have an engine to um, to, to take up. Uh, we have what's classified as a Type 6 engine, hmm. uh, which is a um, structural protection unit. Um, we have limited water on it, but we can go around and uh, do spot fires and stuff like that. So right. our... Our area, when we were up in Fort St. John, was to cover about a 30-kilometer area mm-hmm. for sparks and everything else falling. And we'd get calls saying, hey, yeah, there's a you know, spark watch here. Go. And if we were to get there, we'd just we'd, we'd put them out and that. And then also uh, our job is uh, to help set up sprinkler systems. And, mm-hmm. and, and that is uh, in an area where there may be sparks coming, we'll go and we'll help. Uh, the forestry crews and all that set up sprinkler systems to go on top of um, houses, barns, and all that to protect their their land. So if we can get it before it comes, we can possibly protect the area so that the houses don't catch on fire. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So a couple questions here. First, yeah. the truck you mentioned. Uh, 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 what kind of truck was it's it again? A, it's a Type Six. Type Six. Yeah. So is that like one of those big trucks that you typically? No, see? it's actually just okay. a. It's like a, it's a Ford F one fifty that okay. has a metal box on the back. Yeah. Has a two hundred gallon tank. Uh, and then we uh, keep hose on the deck so that we can quickly deploy if we have to hit hot spots mm, and stuff okay. like that. And so you're constantly, I mean, for that, how long were you up there for? Uh, we were up for those seven days. Okay, seven days. Yeah. And you're constantly just out in the field, yeah. other than sleeping, of course, you're out in the field and you're you're yeah. putting fires out or preventing fires. Yeah, 14 to 16 hours a day for the seven straight days. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It was, uh, it was good. there, And five of those days probably couldn't see 100 feet in front of us for the whole day. Oh, wow. The smoke was so thick. In there. Is this um, is that the type type of environment where you'd be wearing your masks all the time? Yeah, we we would go to like an N95 mask or, yep. or or just a cartridge mask. So okay, we, we wouldn't have to wear SCBA because it forest fires burn cleaner than um, a, a typical house fire. Oh, okay. There's all the like methyl ethyl stuff that burns in houses. Everything's synthetic now, so okay. it has toxins in it. Right, where uh, forest fires burn cleaner because it's just natural wood yes. and stuff like that. It still affects you, but you you don't have to wear the full SCBA while okay. you're out Fair, in. Fair yeah. enough, yes. But you still have the gear on, yep. of course, right? Yep. Still doing that. Okay. Yep. Uh, and then the sprinkler system. So, um, I mean, obviously we know what sprinkler systems looks like inside a building or yep. if you're, you know, watering your plants. Um, you're talking about sprinkler systems that are protecting houses now. Yes. So what kind of system does that look like? Um, we put, uh, um, like, literally like a regular sprinkler system and we'll we'll attach it to the eaves and that and make sure that it sprays out in front of the um of of the of the home but it also spray the roof and all that yes and basically keeping embers from coming in to that okay and then if you have um like open vents and all that we'll like tape them off with plastic and and all that so embers can't come inside the house okay because most times uh with 
heating system they like to suck air in yeah and that's what we don't want because we don't want them suck in hot embers into that so we'll we'll make sure that we mask those off so that uh, nothing can get get in yeah. and then if you have you know things like a deck or even up there there was lots of propane tanks mm-hmm. and that yeah. that's how they they fuel their uh, homes so we would have sprinkler systems right on top of the the propane thing so that the fire couldn't get towards that or anything like that. My goodness. Okay, yeah. so this is, um, you know, I, I see a lot of, you know, I've seen it in movies, TV shows. I've seen it in the news, people standing on the rooftops in, in L.A. or California yeah. watering their, and, and as a little kid seeing that, I thought, oh, that seems weird to be doing that, but this makes complete sense. You obviously want to keep things uh, moist, uh, yeah. right, so embers don't start the fires. Um, interesting how you say that the air sucks in the embers as well, and so I'm assuming uh, that could be how a, a lot of the house fires are started, yeah. right? So there's, there's so the, the big thing too is that we like to try and like power, uh, power, uh, fire smart okay. things, right? Yeah. So, you know, uh, keeping limbs cut so that, because mm. most times it's a ground fire and it moves towards. So if there's nothing right. for it to burn, then it won't. And then especially if you can keep the ground moist and all that around, you want to be able to do that. And a sprinkler system will do that for you. We'll keep everything yeah. moist and, and yeah. that in the area. So you're essentially just using, is it the homeowner's sprinkler system? You yeah. just throw it up Well, we we, we actually have... don't. We'll, it, what we were doing up there was um, setting up um, uh, drop tanks. So there yeah. would be a tender that would come and drop about 2,500 gallons of water <laughs> into a tank. And then we would run a pump and oh. run a full, full sprinkler system around a house. Yes. And that, so we'd set up... Um, forestry line and then sprinkler systems on different uh all the all the high points so that we could get thorough coverage of the whole area that we were doing wow and and are these homes already are they evacuated or there's still people Uh, these ones weren't the ones that we were we that we were at were not they had the choice of evacuating or Mm -hmm. they could stay and yeah they knew that it was going and we'd we'd always come by every you know every day and test them to make sure that they were working and nothing had got broken or everything because wow. if if it if the wind changed direction and started coming towards we could we could still turn it on and protect it with gotcha. it yeah yeah so i'm sure you know those homeowners were very thankful oh they were actually. obviously yeah. um you know having having the professionals there to, to help them through it yeah. um, how close was the fire to these homes in that particular um, area only if uh where they did a, a backburn uh to one one was coming in one spot they did actually lose seven homes up there, mm-hmm. uh, so it came pretty close. And then there was kind of two fires, one on each side of the road, only because it kind of jumped the highway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it came within a few miles of a few homes there. So Scary stuff. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Um, uh, unreal and uh, good work. I mean, seriously, can, uh, you know... Um, uh, kudos to you, the team. I mean, for for essentially volunteering, really, yeah. to to say, hey, we want to do this and go help out. Um, it sounded like you're not alone. There were other yeah. There was there, there was there three. Well. There, there was lots of departments from the island. It right. was it was great. I would say that fifty yeah. percent uh, of the fleet that was up in Fort St. John was from the island. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was really nice to see that we have that um, that group. You know, it, it, and okay. you know. Uh, it's kind of a cliche, but it's not as it's a big brotherhood. Like we get together, we all there for the same purpose, yeah. same job and, yeah. and that. So it's, it's really good to see. Okay. And like you said, it's a little bit earlier in the season and we're already seeing a lot of these fires. So is there a potential that uh, you may be uh, called up again? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. 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 But you never know. Is this something? Yeah, we never know because okay. it all depends on how big it is and, and, and it also depends on what um, BC Wildfire asks for for yes. uh, uh, equipment. So if they need type sixes, 
and we're one of the first ones on the list to okay uh, or not one of the first, I, I don't know for sure if we're one of the first ones but we're definitely up there on the list to to head up wow okay yeah. um uh, next steps is there anything uh, on the horizon that you know of that uh, you know anything for for that part of the uh, your life in terms of firefighting uh no not right now um just kind of waiting and seeing <laughs> um i i if there's something comes up and I'm available, I will go. Yes, of course. Um, but we have a group of, uh, there's about nine to 10 of us that are available mm-hmm. uh, and that. And so pro- probably let another group go first before I go again. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, we're just going to monitor the ones that are on the island right now and yep. see how things go. Yep, there you go. Yep, yeah. you're close by and you're always ready to go. Yeah. Uh, well, now now that we've got that talked about, I mean, let's let's talk a little bit about what you do here in the district. I mean, health and safety is a, is a big piece of uh, um, your job, obviously. Well, it is your job. I mean, yeah. that's that's what we're looking at here. Um, but I, uh, you know, personally, I've I've seen a lot of benefits to having uh, your crew. I mean, there's there's been many times where um, somebody would come by and, and assess my office and tell me what things work, what doesn't work safety-wise. Yeah. Um, there's been times where I'm like, hey, listen, you know, my wrist is hurting. You know, even things where it's ergonomics. Yeah. That's all part of the conversation as well. What what type of mouse do you use? And so um, this this position, what is your focus? What's your portfolio? Um, my portfolio is that, is ergonomics. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of course, fire safety. I'm really big on that mm-hmm. in, in there. Um, uh yeah, and you know, like Arlen, he's great. He uh, he um, he leads the leads a good team, and uh, we we go out to schools and we assess if they have any issues and problems. We get lots of phone calls all the time on yep. different issues that are going on, um, and uh, training. We do lots of training. Yes, uh, yeah. that's a big one. Yeah, and that's you know, we make sure that everybody good. knows about all the you know all the drills, evacuation, lockdown, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. So we're really doing that. Yep. Uh, when new employees come in, we've been training those them and orientations and yep. and that. So that's right. Yeah, that's kind of my job. And then uh, if I have to, there are days that uh, I actually have to go and do first aid at schools. If uh, if they don't have any, to, if we can't find anybody to fill. Oh, I see. Okay, so yeah. not that you're training, but you have to just fill in. Yeah. Because that there's. Um, the one or two staff members or whatever the yeah, number is. Yeah. Okay, so then you go and jump in there too. Yeah. Uh, very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you mentioned Arlen earlier, so I should point out here, Arlen Villad is is our manager for yeah. health and safety or yes, safety and wellness. And so he's um, uh, not been on the podcast, but he uh, definitely is uh, sometimes too busy to even have a conversation <laughs> with. So there's a yeah. lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, and, and also a great job because really... Uh, a lot of the training that's involved, I mean, health and safety is is utmost priority for for students and staff, right? Yes, we, it is. We want to make sure everyone's doing the right things, and um, you know, you talked about the drills, and and so uh, some people actually, somebody had a question about the other day, um, how many lockdown drills do you do? And so I believe there's how many in a year? Uh, in do? the school, we, there's uh, six six fire drills that have to yes. be done, uh, three three in the in the winter, three in the in the spring mm, okay. to. to uh, and that uh, lockdown is twice a year, mm-hmm. hold and secure twice a year. Yep. Everything else is kind of doubled fire, but um, but uh, fire drills are six times. Right. So you got to do every one at least twice, and ever and just fire drills six. Okay. Yeah. And then there's also the Great BC Shakeout. The BC Shakeout we do it twice a year. Twice uh, a year. For the main one for the province is October. Yes. But then we try to run one in either May or or June. Ah, okay. Just just have another one just to see if people are still prepared. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I, for one, really appreciate those. I mean, we we take these very seriously and we, we, we practice these. And um, I have to say, when um, 
when we train and people get together and we're doing the Great BC Shakeout, for example, and we're yeah. we're doing the radios, uh, radio callouts to all the schools and they're yeah. reporting in their structures, um, it's a well-oiled machine. Like they do a great job, and and I think it, a lot of it has to do obviously with the the training and the direction from from your department. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're uh, we're we're. We're streamlining it. There's just a you know there's a few things that we that you know we're we're working on to make it even better for for schools. But yeah. overall, yeah, the participation and 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 getting it out there is really well done. Yes, for sure, I agree with that. Well, I don't want to keep you because uh, there's there's always emergencies. There's always something <laughs> going on. So um, I, I wanted to say first off, uh, thank you for all the work that you do, uh, not only here in the district but in the community of Ladysmith and and across the province. Uh, well done, kudos because you, you are um, you know, helping people out there, saving lives, and and you're doing a good job on that end. Uh, and really, just thanks for spending the time with us. Well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, good stuff. All right, have yourself a great day. Yeah, you too. I know. <laughs> <laughs>